When it comes to streaming video, audio is more important than the video itself. We'll explain more next on the Church Solutions Podcast. Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Mike Gray. Michael Gray is with us today. We normally have Steve Lacey with us, but Steve is actually a little bit under the weather. He's got a migraine, so that those can be really painful. Do you ever have migraines, Michael? Oh, yeah, man. I had a season where that was ended up in the hospital several times. Wow, really? Bad. Wow, wow. I need to probably make sure my audio is good here. We're going to talk about audio today, and while we're doing that, yeah. I need to adjust my Better microphone. Have good audio. So I Can't sound have better. Bad audio. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, so the opening statement I made was was uh, I I really believe that very importantly, and that is that your audio quality, I think it's probably more important than your video quality when it comes to streaming video. So Michael and I are going to talk about that today. In case you don't know, Michael's been with us for since March. Uh, Michael and I go way back. Michael has an extensive history and experience when it comes to not just streaming video, but pastoral work. He was an executive pastor for many years, actually at the church uh, that where I, well, I actually met you before I came back to Tucson, but I met you in Kansas mm-hmm. when you came out uh, with Jeff. And so Michael is a great asset to us here at streamingchurch.tv. So let's talk a little bit about audio. Audio uh, Michael and I are very familiar with audio struggles, not just online, but <laughs> even at churches. I can sure. remember staff meetings we had together where we weren't uh, excited about <laughs> the audio mix in our new facility. <laughs> and that's no, you know, that's no takeaway. We got some great people that I think are still there uh, yep. that do do a great job with audio, but the, the facility was new and the the layout and the structure of the facility and, and the worship center uh, made it very difficult for audio. And that, that was just in the house, so to speak. But then actually the, the audio that we mixed online with streaming video was actually pretty good. And, uh, you know, with Tony and yeah. Mark Small. So, so audio problems are very common for churches. But again, if you get nothing out of what we're going to say here in the next 25 minutes, just remember this audio is just as important, or in my words, probably more important than your video when it comes to streaming video. And I'll tell you yeah. why in a moment. Yeah. So yeah, common yeah. problems, common problems. Uh, audio's too quiet. You know, audio has lots of background noise. That's a very common problem. Uh, there can be the what I call the electronic noise, the buzz and the hum, which can be and annoying. And the click. Buzz, yeah. hum, click, pop. Yeah, you know. Background stuff, uh, muddy voices are muddy, or you can't understand them. Uh, or it's too loud and overdriven. Yeah, and then when it comes to music, if you're trying to mix music during your live stream, you know, your band or whatever it is you're using, choir, I mean, instruments, voices, it can be a challenge. We understand that. It's a challenge. By the way, uh, uh, I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I listen to, uh, I watch a certain local news 
station here in town occasionally. And we both know one of the anchors there. And they are always having audio issues. I mean, it's a joke. And I almost feel like uh, texting Dan or tweeting Dan going, Dan, what's going on with you? I mean, this is a common problem. They have lots of audio issues. And so it just kind of takes away from everything. So whether you're doing a newscast or a, uh, yeah. a streaming video. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how we can do, how we can help people with some solutions here uh, to, to audio struggles that people have. What, what would be the first thing we might want to suggest, Michael? Uh, well, we might <laughs> want to invest in high quality equipment. Uh, doesn't, doesn't mean expensive, but, High quality, good equipment. All right. Thanks for reading your notes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be overly expensive, but you want to you want to really look at some good equipment. And look, there's lots of stuff out there. We're not going to spend a lot of time directing you to certain brands. You know, if you want some help, we can certainly do that later. You can send us an sure. email or something. Sure, but yeah. Uh, yeah. you, you want to be able to really find some good equipment. And there's different things you could use, especially for somebody that's speaking, uh, you know, microphones, quality microphones and having them close to the person speaking. Uh, another one, which is very common, is lavalier microphones. They're not really, in my opinion, they're not the best choice. Uh, unless you get really expensive lavaliers, because this is the nature of it from my experience is they kind of hang down, you know, you try to pin them on your, your collar or somewhere on your shirt and, and it's, they're not the best, but they could be okay. If you, if you're able to mix it correctly and you're able to really get a good lavalier, uh, you yeah. could probably get by with that. Yeah, and, and you mentioned some of the, the downfalls of a lavalier. They're usually a, a moderately omnidirectional mic, and they pick up everything. Right. So if somebody's coughing in the front row or a baby's yeah. crying or yeah. or there are other – your AC kicks on, and it picks, <laughs> us, it picks up yeah. all of those ambient sounds versus right. a directional mic, and that's typically what the more expensive ones are. Uh, will only catch something in the direction it's pointed and makes a right. huge difference in a presentation because you've oh, got yeah. your best stuff and you're delivering the best talk you've ever given in your life. And suddenly you go back and listen to it and you're like, what is all of that clutter sound in the background? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And of course, if you're streaming live, people get that as well. And so it, it's important to really uh, look at these things and, and, and kind of test them out. And so the lavalier is it's it's a workable thing, but it's not the best thing. And then, as you were saying, what might be better is you, if you had some kind of a gooseneck podium mic, perhaps yep. if that's what you have, that's that's pointing with a directional mic pointing. Like right now, I have a gooseneck. I guess you call this a gooseneck if you're watching on video. This mic is actually it picks up a lot of stuff, which is not ideal for what we're doing here. Like you mentioned AC kicking in. My AC is going to kick in here probably any moment uh, because it's just hot here in Tucson. And, and well, it'll uh, be fun because people can taunt you for uh, yes. having ambient sound in a uh, podcast about yeah. sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I, I actually have a fountain in here too, which, you know, Steve and you have, well, maybe you haven't complained about it. Steve has, it, it makes him want to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, but me you can, too. Yeah, you, I, yeah. Have to, I have to control my urge. To have I'm to sorry. 
Right. Well, I should have unplugged it. It's actually going, but it's not too loud right now. So yeah, th those kind of things I think are important to really keep an eye on the audio. Uh, what's best, and I have found this from experience myself, and I think you have too, is yeah. if you have some kind of a headset mic, that's that I don't even know what you call them, but a head worn microphone that maybe goes around your ear and then comes out to your mouthpiece. That is, I think, one of the best uh, uses because you can the, the microphone is going to be you can adjust it so it's consistent. Uh, you put it in the right place. You do a sound check. And I'm going to say this over and over again during this podcast. Make sure you always do sound checks, multiple sound checks before you go live. But. A headpiece that you can uh, a quality one now. You know the one I looked at one. I think I paid two hundred bucks for the one at my church. Maybe maybe three hundred. So it ain't cheap. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's they're worth not, it. Not it's cheap. worth it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is uh, the quality. However, those are mostly wireless. Yes. And so I, I know this from Bill. You will remember as well. Yeah. If you have a great sound guy, he will hand you a new battery before every service you ever walk up. Very good point. How many times have you gotten halfway? I know I'm going in a different topic, but it's still, it's a wireless mic. And uh, if the power goes out, so does your sound. <laughs> How many times did somebody run up on stage and hand a battery? <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's a battery for that. Yeah, uh, fresh micro, fresh batteries, and that's a really good point, Michael. And that we we did that at, even after I left your church and been working with mine part time. We did the same thing. We made, we made sure that there was always fresh batteries in that that lavalier, not lavalier, but in that headset mic. And uh, yeah, because there's nothing again, nothing worse than you're talking. And usually, a lot of times, when batteries start to go, you you get a bunch of distortion. Uh, many yeah. times, there's distortion. And then everybody's yep. wondering, like, what's going on? The sound guy is trying to figure it out. And then it dawns on somebody, hmm, maybe we need to change the battery. And so uh, lots of times you'll, you'll, frustrate it, you'll be frustrated with that. But again, a head-worn deal. Uh, and they make some of these really nice ones that are very thin. And uh, you can hardly tell that you're wearing them. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and uh, uh, there's ways to do that. All right. So uh, as we talk about solutions here to audio and why audio is so important to streaming video and really anything you do, uh, the second thing I think we can probably move on to would be monitoring your audio, and not just in-house, but also on the Internet. So we're talking primarily here in the, in the context of streaming video. So uh, there's uh, the way I would approach it, and maybe you might approach it a little differently, but I would I would always monitor, you know, make sure I have a close ear on on what's going on in the house with a with a headset at times to make sure that signal's clear and then move into the internet. And that's a little more of a challenge because when you're streaming, you're always going to have a little bit of a delay uh, between you know what's live in the facility and what's going on the internet. I mean, the standard, the internet standard, the, the industry standard is usually 30 to 60 seconds, 30 to 40 seconds maybe. HLS streaming, that's the way it is. It used to be years ago with Flash, is about three or four seconds at the most. But so you are going to have a delay. But again, what you want to listen for, if you're monitoring, I should say, you know, if you're, a, if you're a sound guy, you want to really listen to that. And the clarity of it, is it clear? Is it overdriven? Is it underdriven? Is it the right mix? Uh, and again, this is a little bit of a challenge because, you know, you have the delay and there's 
actually better ways to even mix this, which I guess we can get into here. Uh, I remember one of the things that you guys had set up at your church when I was there was it was an isolator. It was an audio isolator, which I found really fascinating. And I don't know if I can explain it. I know Mark Small explained it to us one time a couple of years ago when we did this. But your 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 microphones were being separated, so you had a, a line going to your isolator that was going eventually would get online, but then you also had a signal going to your house, to your console where you were mixing things. Yeah. And so the way yeah. we did it at Alive, if I remember right, at least at one point, was your your house mix guy was concentrating on what's going on in the auditorium, but then you had another person in another room that was concentrating on what's going on line, what's going on the yeah, internet. That's, and that's that isolator correct. separated the signals. It separated yeah, it was the a signals. Patch bay. It was a patch bay to where yes. every mic came in and then there was two full soundboards. And uh, uh, because if you've done this for very long, you'll discover that a great house mix does not go to the internet very well. <laughs> That's that right, yeah. because in the house because because of acoustics and because of everything else that you're dealing with as you make that mix it sound you get it perfect there if you just send that signal to the internet especially if you're talking about music it oh, yeah. will not sound great uh the, the people people come across louder instruments come across louder so if you don't remix that to a certain extent, then uh, your church online experience, as far as sound, can be not great. Now you can you can pare that down to where um, you you can have just just vocals and just instruments and just the drums, uh, like groups, smaller groups that you send over, or you can make it line for line where your church online person can literally control 100% of the sound by themselves. Yeah. And there may be some people that might think, oh, isolator, oh my goodness, now what am I going to do? There's, you know, another alternative to that, which is probably not as good, but could help. And that would be, if you're going to take signal out of your mixer, you know, there's an out. All of them have some kind of a, a, an out. An out you, you, could, you could take that signal and you could put it in another maybe small mixer, a yeah. smaller mixer, and with headphones where you're monitoring, again, a little tricky, but but doable. You, you, you monitor what's going into that small mixer, but you also monitor what's going on live online, which again is yeah. that 30 to 60 second delay. That's yeah. better than a sharp stick in the eye. At least you could, yeah. even if you don't have an isolator, you can still work with that a little bit and yeah. you can you can adjust it and and try to make it a little better yeah. uh, by yeah. using another mixer coming out of the big mixer, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, and, and so one of the things that I always struggled with my my web sound guys was to get them to listen to it both ways, and yeah. to be set up to where they're listening to it before it goes to the web, and after it goes to the web, because the processing that happens in web audio and video changes the sound uh so it's going to sound different once it's actually out to the internet and so you need to know it to, 
And, and, and so it is a little more tough. I mean, guys that can do web sound are really highly skilled in multitask because you're having to mix something that you're not going to hear for 30 to 60 seconds. So right. you're mixing out a delay. And right. so you don't ever want to make giant changes. You want to make micro changes and then right. know what the delay is. So you, know, you suddenly push push the drums up, and you know I didn't hear anything, and then you push it up some more, and some more, and some more, and suddenly you're pounding in everybody's ears when it finally kicks in and catches yeah. up. Yeah, thirty seconds um, it's later. It's a fine art. Right. Yeah. It's a fine yeah. art. It's not it's not impossible, and and Phil's right. You definitely have to have, you know, maybe some EQ remixing tools and a small micro board uh, going to your web. Or if your web is really important to you, and this is where we got, we made a commitment that this was going to be a very important part of what we do and considered it an additional campus as if hundreds of people were attending at another location all the time. And therefore, it had the importance of, well, if the house sound is this good, the web sound has to be that good. Right. And the campus yeah. sound has to be. And so... Uh, depending on what your mission and purpose is for, for your church online experience, right now it may be for you the only experience that all of your church attenders are having. So you want quality, but monitoring it before it goes to the web and after it goes to the web. I had guys that had a single, like we have our earphones on, right. they had a I had one in one ear and one in the other, and then yeah. set one down and make, and then and then Mark programmed a switch where you could switch it, and uh, one was web and the other one was uh, was pre-web. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job and does a great job, uh, and that's so important. And, and you know, during this pandemic, and and again, I'll mention pandemic because almost every every podcast we've done now since March. It has had something to do with the pandemic. And, and, you know, as you just mentioned, more and more people are watching online and that's not going to change. That's going to continue no. to grow even after this pandemic uh, subsides, at least to some degree. And we're still a long ways away from that. But, yeah, good, very good points there. Absolutely. So uh, and it's a it's attention to details. And uh, it's it's it may sound a little overwhelming to you listening to this podcast if you haven't done it, but it's doable and it's not really that hard once you start getting your hands in it and and start getting a little bit of practice. And let me just say practice, you know, again, it's really good to be able to do some of this stuff. Hopefully your church has some kind of a run through before you start to go live. Hopefully you've got some kind of testing uh, you know, if if you're meeting and your band is up there doing something, your sound guys, including the people running the Internet, running the live stream, they need to be a part of the the rehearsals, the time before you stream. There needs to be audio checks. Uh, and it's not just music. It's also the speakers. And so that's one of the things that, again, you guys are really good at. Uh, when I was on staff, and that is check and check and check again. And do an audio check. Let's do a test, you know, uh, get the guy up there, you know. And uh, uh, if you're not doing any kind of audio checks before you go live, and that just includes even even a regular service on ground, uh, you're asking yeah. for trouble. You're asking for trouble yeah. because, you know, if you're not yeah. like, if you don't have it mixed right, 
even in the house, it's going to be feedback and people are going to be, it's yeah. not going to be a good experience, you know? Or, and, uh, or I, I can't tell you how many times, Bill, I, I, I've been checking in on a service time and a weekend. We check in on all of our churches, yeah. make sure everything's working. And I'll check in on a church and they have no sound and nobody's monitoring it and they don't know they don't have sound. Right. So then you go to the chat for the church and people are saying, I can't hear, I can't hear. <laughs> so they need to have yeah. good communication tools directly to the sound guy so that yeah. uh, you guys can be uh, troubleshooting and make sure yeah. you have not just some sound, but quality sound on your stream. Right. Absolutely. And again, these things are very doable. They might be a little bit out of the box for some people here listening to this podcast, but it's really not hard to do. You just need to set some things up. All right. So let's, let's move on. We're running out of time. Uh, one of the points I have in the notes here when it comes to, to really, uh, you know, making audio a priority is uh, one of the struggles that many churches have is background noise, background oh, noise. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what I have here office right now with my air conditioning kicking in and out and my water fountain and uh, whatever else happens you know uh i haven't heard your dog this time but i hope the dog's okay not yet, not right. yet but if, if they hear yeah. something you'll hear them for yeah. sure so you know background noise it's it's worth looking into this and you know reviewing what you hear and uh, a lot of times you get you it's like anything else you get used to things and you don't really hear it other people will hear it. You know what I'm saying? You just you're used to the AC kicking in. You're used to the the, to mm -hmm. the stage. People walking on the stage, and it might be, I don't know, if you have a wood stage and it creaks or something, or uh, other noises that happen. Uh, you might be used to it, but you know it's annoying to some new people. So look at your yeah. background noise. Listen to it. You know, close the windows. Put down carpet. Uh, you know, fix the squeaky doors that might be close to the to the stage or something that that are sh that are hearing on your that, that people are hearing on your stream. Uh, look there's into that. Keep of, an eye on. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. No, yeah, there's a lot of background noise that your ears uh, won't necessarily pick up. Yeah. Um, so this goes back to what Phil said about practice and turning it on and checking it and streaming it. Stream your empty room when everything's running and listen for what you can hear. Uh, that That's where you may, some of the popping and clicking and hissing that you're getting electronically from a bad connection or whatever, or sometimes you, you don't even notice an AC and it'll come on and it'll hum so loud that you you, you can hardly hear what's going on. It's drowning out what's going on in the room. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of ambient noises. Uh, another way to do that would be just record with your phone. Walk around and record with your phone. And then go back and listen to what you can hear in that room. You'll be shocked sometimes at all the sounds that what appears to be a quiet room isn't really as quiet as you think it is. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, I've done that with doing just even some of the help videos we have, you know, for streaming church. And I know you, you know, the same thing. You do them, too. And, you know, I'll, I'll do a help video and think, oh, OK, I think that's good. I think oh, good. Well, let's listen to it. And then I hear something, something that just is annoying in the background. And it could be my water fountain here that's just kind of running or it might be 
the dog barking. Uh, you know, I have my office out of my home here and there's a dog next door. And so, yeah, it could be anything. I mean, and so, yeah, good point, Mike, uh, check, check for those, these sounds, uh, even have maybe an independent ear <laughs> once in a while, listen, because again, we get used to what we get used to and we developed, yeah. uh, we used to call it blind spots. We don't always see things because we're so used to seeing this. Yeah, you know, we see the stain on the carpet and we're just so used to it, we don't see it anymore, but new people see the stain. Well, it's the same way with your ears. You know, you, you hear things all the time and you just get used to it. <laughs> and then somebody else goes, oh my gosh, that's so annoying. Like, oh, I guess it is. <laughs> all right, so again, you know, we're, that's pretty much it for the notes here. Um, you know, figure, figure out a way to muffle the sound, you know, figure yeah. out a way to muffle the background sound. There's ways you can do that. There's just Carpet, you know, uh, get, acoustic get, tiles. Uh, there's so many things you can do to, yeah. uh, to quiet your environment. To, get creative. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I get creative. I've, I've hung some sound suppressing stuff here in my office a little bit to try to eliminate some of the echo. I don't know. I may need to do more, but uh, little things like that. You can do things uh, that will help uh, muffle that sound and make it a good experience. So that's pretty much it. If we can help you with this in any way, uh, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, streamingchurch.tv. You can chat with us. We're the originals. And uh, we do what we do because we love churches and uh, we that's our goal is to help churches use technology and especially the area of streaming. So, all right, Michael, we're done. I appreciate your input. You bet. Always a pleasure, Phil. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Michael Gray with us today. Steve Lacey should be back with us next time. I'm Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves during this time, every time, but especially during this time uh, in our, in our country and in our world. But we, we want to keep you around here and we want to be able to help you as we can. You've been listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you again next time. Take care.